Each episode of the Lion Goat podcast is completely improvised. Expect comedy. Do not expect consistency or sense to be made. This is random nonsense for your amusement. I am Podbot. I was inspired by the excellent podcast, Improv for Humans, with Matt Besser. Listen to his show. Today's episode contains a prank called Between Mr. Anonymous and an unsuspecting, Swiss, time-traveling adventurer. Warning. The following podcast contains explicit material intended for emotionally immature adults. Trigger warnings for this episode include discussion about adult themes, violence, profanity, murder, sexually explicit behavior, political incorrectness, animal, emotional, mental, physical, sexual, and substance abuse. You should not listen to this. It might rot your brain. Listen to a better podcast. Seriously, stop. Stop. Don't continue. Okay, have it your way. I warned you. Is that you, Harry? No, sir. Harry! Hey there, Harry. No, mate. I'm not Harry. Where have you been, Harry? Is this the right place? How long has it been since you've been here, Harry? These are good questions, mate. Harry! What? Harry! Excuse me, sir. It's like you don't even understand your own name, Harry. Mate, I don't know who you are. Hey, Who are you? My name is... Harry? No, that's a horrible name. Who would name me that? What are you talking to? Oh, it's... What do you mean? That's awful. Who do you... What the hell? My name is actually Alpine Swiss. What did... What kind of her? I don't understand, sir. Why are you being this way, Harry? What? It's because you're old. Why are you acting like such a child, Harry? It's because you're female. I have so much to tell you. But I don't know who Harry is and why you're talking to me about it. I'm sorry. I didn't... Can... Can you say your name again? What? Archibald Swiss? No, it's Alpine Swiss. I don't know what you're doing. I think you're a pervert. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I'm a pervert. Yeah, it does actually. Why would you say a thing like that? I don't know an old man who isn't a pervert. You don't? No. Perhaps you would like to hear a song. Would you like to hear a song? Oh yeah. I like to hear a song. I like music, old man. You tell lay that track upon me. Does that make you feel better? Does it remind you of the old country? I don't know in what world this would be called music. I mean, that is garbage. What, what, is that a, an accordion? What do you think you are? Will I take a thick old man? I... I mean, I'm not playing the music myself at the moment. I'm just playing music for you. I thought it might improve your mood. You seemed a bit ornery and upset. Is that a poker? Yes, it's the greatest music of all time. I... For white people? You said you... your name's Alpine Swiss. I thought maybe you were from the Alps. That's racist, mate. Are you from the Alps? I'm a, I'm a citizen of the, of the planet Earth. I'm not confined by borders. Well, you seem to have an Australian accent. Are you from down under? Well, you know, I've, I've ridden a time or two in a kangaroo pouch. I'm not gonna lie to you. You've ridden in a kangaroo pouch? Right. What sort of kangaroo pouch? Most comfortable place you've ever been. There's room for your car keys and everything. Car keys? In the pouch? Yeah, you gotta keep up with your car keys. You don't wanna lose them, no matter where you are in the world. Where your car is in relation to you, you got to keep up with your car keys. You know, 
It's a bit like your towel. Well, there's plenty of room in a kangaroo's pouch for your car keys and an extra cold beer or two. I think you're right. I think a beer and a car keys and a towel. You always want to keep track of your towel. Right. Do you have a towel on you right now? It's right here. I've got a red one and I've got a white one. Just in case I need an extra. I like it. Do you have a blue one? No, not yet. Are you shopping for a blue one? I'm always in the market for a nice sharp towel, aren't you? Well, of course, especially if it's a traveling towel. Right. Because I always like to travel with a towel. Yeah, it's a good idea to have a towel on, on hand. My old mate Douglas Adams told me to always travel with a towel. Wise man. Well, he wrote all those books about the end of the universe, and that's also the gentleman that introduced me to this lovely music. Douglas Adams was a fan of the polka, is what you're telling me. And he told you that, was, that particular song was tip-top. I never said it was a polka. I just said it might remind you of the old country, Switzerland, but it... I'm guessing you're not really from Switzerland. You just said your name is Alpine Swiss. I don't believe it. I think your name is Harry. No, mate. I'm not Harry. My balls are Harry. My ass, that's a little Harry too. You know what? My face, Harry beard. That's a little bit too much information for me. I'm not really interested in the hairiness of your genitalia or your... Bum. That's okay, but uh, you, you can I'm cut. mostly interested in why you're lying to me about your first name. I, I have trouble believing that your parents named you Alpine. Well, it's actually a middle name. That's my, my blues name. My first name is uh, Roland. Oh, well that's much more normal. Roland Swiss. Right. Why don't you go by your first name? Do you not like it? I just like Alpine better. Well, it is. It does sound more adventurous, I suppose. If I had a fedora and a whip, you'd think I'll send Dana Jones, wouldn't you? Do you go on many adventures? Alpine Swiss Explorer. Say that again. What? What were you saying about Indiana Jones? I knew him. He's a good guy. Traveled the world. You know, that first movie's totally based on all the stuff that I did. Really? Yeah. He's a nice guy. Did you discover the Ark of the Covenant? Yeah, I did. I mean, I didn't. The Nazis did, but I was there with them. Did you melt the faces of Nazis? It's all me and Indy. In the movie, it's Indiana Jones and some broad. Well, she wasn't there. It was me and him. We weren't lovers or anything like that. We were just colleagues, you know. He was actually my student. Are you a transvestite? Hmm? Are you a transvestite? No! But you dressed up like a lady when you went searching for the Ark of the Covenant? No! no. I thought- No! They- They took me out, right, and replaced my character with a helpless dame in the movie. It was really the other way around, right? Because Indiana Jones was like my student at this time. A whole adventure. You know, there's something about the voice you're using. It... They just wrote me out of it. I'm upset about it. I see. I want my share of the royals is what I'm saying, you know. Well, you certainly seems like you you should have a chance at 
at Prince Charles if you want a chance. With Prince Charles, if you want a chance with one of the royals, I, I think you should get to meet him. I encourage you to uh, go up to Buckingham Palace, knock on the door, and explain that it was you, in fact, that discovered the Ark of the Covenant instead of Indiana Jones, and I think that Prince Charles would let you in straight away. Probably would. Oh, he is a very nice fellow. I don't know if that's true or not, but... Well, I have never heard that, but I agree with you that uh, that's something that people say when they're sycophants. Well, I've never met the man, I don't know. He's King Charles now, isn't he, right? He's not a prince anymore. His old mammy died. That's true. It was a very sad day. Why? I mean, the woman was a hundred years old. Well... It's it about time she died. Truth be told... Back when she was only around 35 years old, we used to snog. Oh, really? Yes, in the back of the stables. You were snogging with the queen, mate. Tell me all about that. Well, she didn't have the best breath. No, right. She didn't have the nicest teeth either. <laughs> but the little prince, you know, he was around, and uh, she would send him to ride the ponies. And I used to work in the stables, and she would come out there, and there was this day when she was trying to get her foot in the stirrups, and I had to help her out, and when I was helping to get her onto the horse, I accidentally rubbed my hand past the royal bum, and I gave her a bit of a start. Right. And she looked at me with this smile on her face like it was the first time she had ever felt joy in her life. And I thought to myself, I'm gonna snog that royal. And it actually ended up happening. Right, that night? And, right there? On the side of a horse? No, it was... It was weeks later, you see. Oh, right. That was just the groundwork. I see. There were these small advances that occurred over time, and... And I, I began to notice that she didn't mind so much when I would rub my hand on her bum when I would help her onto the horse. And I wasn't being devious or a weirdo or a pervert or anything. She, it's just easier to get a handful of a bum to push her up on the horse when she would struggle. And, and she stopped wearing her royal bloomers. What? And Really? Yeah, I took that so as... So the queen was riding horseback commando? Just so you could get a better grab of a bum? Wow, that's a story, mate. I'm not saying that's the reason why. I'm just saying that was one happy horse. Right. That's all I'm saying. It was a happy horse. It was a happy queen. And I was a happy stablesman. You weren't a stable lad at this time? Because, you know... That's probably in your youth. Well, I was a bit, I was a good bit younger. You know, I had my, uh, my nice fit body right. of, a, of a young stablesman. I mean, I wasn't a stable boy. I was older than a boy. I was in my early 20s, you know, my second decade mm -hmm. back then. And I was rather fit, if I do say so myself. Yeah, you had the rock-hard stable man abs and I understand she was, she probably went mental with with lust and pleasure oh, laying with you well right? you know standards were different back then you you didn't have to have 
abs of steel back then to be considered fit. This was many, many, many decades ago. As long as you weren't shaped like a blimp, you were pretty much thought to be fit in those days. No, okay, I see. So I, I was never, you know, I wasn't Chris Hemsworth or anything, but I, uh, I was uh, fit enough, if you will, fit enough. Why did you call me if you're not my friend Harry? I didn't call you. Didn't you call me? You called me, sir. Oh, yes. I remember what I was calling you about. Here, do you recall this advertisement? Once upon a time there was an engineer. Choo-choo Charlie was his name we hear. He had an engine and he sure had fun. He used good and plenty candy to make his train run. Charlie says, love my good and plenty. Charlie says, really rings the bell. Charlie says, love my good and plenty. Don't know any other candy that I love so well. Does that sound familiar to you? Absolutely not. I don't know who you are, or who Choo Choo Charlie might be. Don't you work for the good and plenty Choo Choo service? Um, the only real conductor that I know is a young man named Casey Jones. What? Uh, You're gonna have to speak up. I can't hear very well. I have my hearing aids in. What? It's because you're old. You see now, you don't even know who you are or who you're talking to right now. I'm talking to Mr. Roland Alpine Swiss, I believe. Do you? Of the great nation of Switzerland. All right, right, you are. One, one and one. By way of Australia. I mean, I'm, I'm a citizen of the world, mate. We've discussed this. Yes, but... Don't you also work for the Good and Plenty Choo Choo Company? No. You don't? Who is the Good and Plenty Choo Choo Company? Do they make trains? Calling them Choo Choo's makes it sound like they're candy or toy. Here, listen carefully. What is that noise? What's happening? I don't know. I'm not sure. Now we will take a break for some advertisement. Who's that talking? Who is a robot? Who's that robot? Please support our sponsors. Just imagine, this could be your advertisement. Please reach us at liongoatpodcast at gmail.com to provide sponsorship. And now, back to the show. Back, back to what show? What is I'm he talking sure about? I'm not sure I don't really speak robot real well. Is anybody aware of what's going on right now? And why we're under a robotic attack? Listen carefully. Once upon a time there was an engineer. Choo-choo Charlie was his name, we... You see, there was an engineer, and his name was Choo... Choo Charlie. Here. He had an engine and he sure had fun. He had fun with his engine. Right. And I don't think that's a euphemism for his penis. He used good and plenty candy to make his train run. He had his good and plenty candy. Okay. Charlie says, love my good and plenty. What? Charlie said, I love my good and plenty. What are you talking? And he wasn't talking about his penis. Good. Oh, all right. Charlie says, really rings the bell. Charlie says it really rings a bell, and he wasn't talking about her vulva, not the royal bum. Are you sure? 
because seriously, this sounds wholly misogynistic. That Charlie's choo-choo is most certainly his penis. It does go in and out of tunnels. Right. And and the candy is most certainly this young woman's vagina. No, no, no. It's not not the candy. It's the tunnel. Oh, and the other candy that I love so well. There's not any other candy that he loves so well. No, candy is notoriously another word known back in the day for vagina. The royal fanny, is that what you're talking about? Right. We say fanny, not vagina. I mean, you can say vagina, there's nothing wrong with saying the word vagina, but really we're talking about the royal fanny. But you're sure your name's not Harry? I'm positive, mate. Uh, Captain Harry of the Royal Choo Choo, good and plenty. No. My name is Roland Alpine Swiss. Okay. World traveler, adventurer of the seven seas. Do people call you Roly? I've been around, mate. That's what I'm telling you. May I call you Roly? Inspiration for the great Indiana Jones. It was all me. Oh, that's right. You you hung out with Indiana Jones. Right. I took. What see, about the Temple of Doom? Did you have anything to do with that? There again, I was written out of that and turned into short round. When in reality, the Indiana Jones in the movie was me, and the short round in the movie was the actual Indiana Jones. They've reversed our roles. They've made me look foolish. It's horrible. They turned you into a racist caricature of a young Asian boy? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm not saying that. I mean, that's, that's what the, they made the character, but I wasn't Asian or racist at the time. Uh, was Indiana Jones a short racist boy? Oh, yeah, he, he, he was a little bit. He didn't really like those chinks. Wait, you can't say words like that. That's, that's horrible. What? Are you talking about China, like broken China on the kitchen table? Are you talking about chinks in the armor? I was saying, <laughs> never mind, never mind. Tell me about when he shot that guy who had the, the sword, the scimitar. Did that actually happen? Oh, you mean when I shot the guy? That was you. Right, that was me in real life. IRL, as the children say. Did you really bring a gun to a sword fight like that? Yeah, I brought a gun to a sword fight because I ain't got time to fuck around, mate. You know what I mean? I'm on a mission when I'm out there adventuring. Didn't you feel guilty about... Trying to find an Ark of the Covenant. That guy approached me with his sword. I had to take a shit. I don't have time for a sword fight. So I just, you know, grabbed my pistol and squeezed off around. Wait, I thought that was in the Temple of Doom. You'd already discovered the Ark of the Covenant. That was in the first movie. We're talking about the Temple of Doom movie. Oh, that's right. Well, you know, I've been on many adventures. Sometimes they blur together. You know that show, The Librarian? Also based on me. The Librarian? Yeah. I'm not familiar. Can you tell me about that show? Oh, it's about a guy who works for the Metropolitan Museum in in New York City, but he works at the secret heart of the library itself, where where, where we collected uh, magical items throughout time and history. You don't say. And kept them safe. That's a true story. That was really me. It wasn't him. The old rolling alpine Swiss. And 
what sort of adventures did you get on? Did you check out a book using the Dewey Decimal System? Is, Most that certainly did. The greatest adventure that you had? Yeah, I even invented the Dewey Decimal System. See, only Dewey D and me, see, we were always together chumming around and... I was like, mate, we got to come up with a way to organize all these books. And he was like, well, I, I don't know. I don't know anything about Dewey or decimals or systems. And I was like, well, do the best you can, mate. Was he called Dewey because when he woke up in the morning, it was often true that he had just had a wet dream? Is that why they called him Dewey? That's why. He was always sticky and smelly. He was gross. Sounds disgusting. I'm, I'm not sure I would have hung out with him much. But anyways, you wanted to organize the books because the pages were sticking together. Is that true? That is true. That is true. So we cut out little cards. I was like, look, Dewey, you just write this here on this and put organize all just like this. And I gave him credit because, you know, Dewey's a bit of a sticky simpleton. We didn't, we didn't want him to feel bad or left out, so we just... Give this one to Dewey, right? You know, there was a committee meeting. We decided on it. That sounds rather generous. Oh, yeah. Is it true that you you had to fight against the evil thuggy cult? That much is... That's made up for fantasy, really, for the movies. I mean, I, there was... I had to, um... Did see a human sacrifice, but I didn't actually get involved in it, you know? I was like, this is icky. Let's get out of here. And then we went and had tea... Did you really eat monkey brains? Ah, uh, yeah. Those are pretty good with some Tabasco, if you like that sort of thing. Did you really retrieve the sacred Sankara stone? Is that what you did? Yeah. In ancient Shanghai? Yeah, it was there. Well, I don't understand why you shot that man. It, it seems rather rude if he just had a sword. It, didn't seem like a very gentlemanly thing to do. He had a sword. It was self-defense, obviously, Well, I mate. suppose he might have killed you if you didn't have a sword yourself. I mean... Well, I didn't have a sword. So, sure. I don't understand the argument. You did have your whip, though. Look, I was not arrested on these uh, for this charge. They, they cleared me of all murder charges. There was a whole investigation. I'm free and clear of that one, mate. And I don't want to talk about it anymore. This interview's over. Is it true that there were disgusting, creepy crawlies and an army of armed-to-the-teeth zealots and other unspeakable subterranean terrors in the Temple of Doom? There were some subterranean terrors, of course. You know, you get anything underground for that long, you're going to get bugs, right? There's, so there's lots of bugs. And as... As far as the zealots go, there's, not, there's only like eight of them. But in that film, there's a room, it's filled with spiders and, and thousands of centipedes and millipedes and all kinds of creepy crawlies, and they're crawling all over your feet and all over the lady, and you're like scared of... It really wasn't that bad. It's, it's exaggerated for oh. movie, you know what I mean, for film to hype up, for the tension, you know, suspense and all that, to see if we're going to survive the bugs. But, you know, there's... There's like 10, really wasn't that many. Well, were you afraid of the bugs, or was that Indiana Jones that was afraid of them? That was definitely Indiana Jones. He had a thing about snakes, and a thing about rats, and a thing about spiders. He, he really had all sorts of phobia. 
Even that one about being in the middle of a large body of water, he was terrified. Really? All the time. I'd say with a name like Alpine, nothing could scare you. Was was there a pretty blonde lady with you? Of course there was. There's always a pretty blonde with me, you know what I mean? Oh, so you're a ladies' man. Kind of like... Certainly. I was with the royal bum. Right, right. I'd like you to listen to this and tell me what your thoughts are. I have an important public service announcement to make. I dedicate this program to the fight against crime. Not merely crimes of violence and crimes of dishonesty, but crimes of intolerance, discrimination, and bad citizenship. Crimes against America. Crimes against America, I say. I dedicate this program to the fight against crime. Not merely crimes of violence and crimes of dishonesty. Not crimes of violence or dishonesty. But crimes of intolerance, discrimination, and bad citizenship. That's like the discrimination you showed towards that character short round. Crimes against America. Was a crime against America. Don't look at me that way. What kind of crimes are you saying? I can tell you're full of shame. Are you trying to say that America's a a crime-ridden place? Filled with despicable, dishonest, racist, intolerant people? Was that what you're trying to say? No, I'm saying you wrote a racist film. Why did you have to describe it in such a racist way? I mean, your adventures, they can stand on their own two feet. They didn't have to be racist and racy. I mean, why not just tell the story of going to find the Sankara Stone in old ancient Shanghai without using belligerent stereotypes and the wrong accents for the wrong cultures and and, and, and depicting people with, with turbans on their head when they're not, they're clearly not Sikh warriors and, and it's clearly against the, 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 the Sikh religion to, 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 to fight in that way for such silly things. It, it, it's like you're describing these people as if they're some sort of primitive people when they have a very advanced culture that's been around longer than our own Western cultures. I didn't do any of that, mate. That was all the film industry. I'm just telling you the story is based off my actual life. Are you saying Indiana Jones stole the rights to the story? Yeah. I mean, he was there. I mean, I guess he technically had a piece of the rights, but... Have you... Have you tried Good and Plenty yet? No. Have you decided to change your ways and not make more crimes against America? <laughs> I've totally changed my ways. I mean, I don't do that anymore. Bless you. Bless you, young sir. I never did in the first place. It was all, it was like I said, the fiction, Hollywood fiction. It was just all made up anyway. Now... It seemed to me like Indiana Jones seemed to be modeled after some of the same tendencies, the same principles as the Boy Scouts. Are you familiar with the Boy Scouts? Right, I invented that. You invented the Boy Scouts? Right. In fact, that's kind of what Indy was when he tagged along on all those events. Listen! He was on there. Listen! Across the nation, communities and the parents of Boy Scouts are observing Boy Scout Week. See? Agreeing with the boys themselves that adventure, that scouting. Do you agree with that statement? Adventure, that is scouting. I do believe with that. 
Right, that's a, that's a sentiment I keep close to me heart. Every adventure is scouting. Or scouting is an adventure, whatever you'd like to say about that. It's true, it's true, and it really is. Are, are you supporting Boy Scout Week? Across the nation, communities and the parents of Boy Scouts are observing Boy Scout Week, agreeing with the boys themselves that adventure, that's scouting. Oh, yeah, totally. I've got Jamboree to get to in shortly. It's over there in the woods. You see the woods right outside my window. Wait. Hey! Can you still hear me? I seem to have lost you. I'm not sure what happened, ladies and gentlemen. I think he's left the show. Are you back? I'm back now. You disappeared. I went over there to the Jamboree. I told them I was on the telly with some crazy old man. You went to a Jamboree? I thought maybe you were swept away in the storm. I know you do, Swan. Referred to you as a crazy old man. What's, what's that sound again? What's, what's going on? I don't know. Now we will take a break for some advertisements. Please support our sponsors. Ad advertisements? Who's that robot talking to? Just imagine this could be your advertisement. Please reach us at liongoatpodcast at gmail.com to provide sponsorship. And now, back to the show. What show? What? Why does that keep happening? I'm not, not at all sure, sir. You were talking about how you were supporting Boy Scout Week this week and you disappeared. I've got the whole Scout tribe right here. I'm trying to say hi to the crazy old man. Look at him. You have a tribe of Scouts there with you? Yeah. Well, there's really only three of them. There's Ernie. Are you diddling the Scouts? Don't uh, diddle the Scouts. Stop diddling the Scouts. Are you diddling the Scouts? Whoa, no, mate. Did you bring scouts over to diddle in the, in the false pretense of going on an adventure? Because rape is not an adventure. Wow. I mean, I'm about to go see Rape is the greatest adventure. I'm a, I'm a well-known raper myself. Wait. Well, you're, what did you just say? A raper. One of those guys that talk poetry over a beat. I'm a raper. I think what you mean is rapper. No, that's the stuff you put on presents at Christmas time. A rapist. Are you a rapist? One who rhymes over beats? A rapist? That's a raper. I'm a raperist, yeah. No, you're saying the wrong word. Rape is the brutal sexual assault of an unwilling victim. <laughs> No, no, no. Rape is, is a verb. It's to, to rape over a beat. I'm a raper. No, that's rappering. That's rappering. Like... Bit rhymes over dull beats. You know me. I got ice cold feet. I'm out here dancing in the street. Bit rhymes over dull beats. You know me. I got ice cold feet. I'm out here ducking bullets in the heat. You know me. You know me. I got feet. You know me. I 
got lines over beats You know me I got beats You know me You know me I got lines over beats You see, that's a rapist That's a rapper Now that's a rappering It's like when you when you put that rapper on your cheese It's it's a rap no, I don't think that's right. I'm pretty sure that's right. I mean, I've, I've been doing this raping six months. Nobody's corrected me before now. I, I, I've got to be I've got to be right about this. I, I think you're incorrect, sir. I'm pretty sure you're confused. No. I'm pretty sure you're confused. And I'm going to need you to listen to this so that you can understand the difference. This is a rap. Let me introduce you to the alternate geek His Asperger's raging and his knowledge is wide He would probably make more friends if he could make it outside I say those run for great, I say those Baba type But it seems they have forgotten, but it seems they have forgotten But it seems they have forgotten Music theory and the theater lights, lights. You know my lightsaber's poison, Vulcan death grip is right My magic back will leave you wishing you were fishing Man, I'm missing really planes, walk up from my last vampire fire I appreciate your punctuation, adulation is amazing, your participation trying to take me to school, but I'm the sort of dork enjoys popping course on physics lectures on the YouTube and it's free time, you fool. You fool, you fool, you fool. Physics lectures, physics lectures, physics lectures, physics lectures, physics man, it's free time, you fool. Can you hear the rap? Yeah. It sounds like you. Did you record the song? I don't think so. See, that has nothing to do with rape. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's a rape too. I mean, that's a he's he's just fucking that bee up. Well, it, it might be a rape of music, but it's not it's not a a rape. That doesn't matter. Anyway, we was talking about the Boy Scouts, and and anyway, there's a jamboree down the street I have to get to today. So don't don't keep me too long now, Mr. Old Pervert Man. I are there many jams that happen at jamborees? There's all kinds of instruments out there. What? Are they making raspberry jam or snuckleberry jam? Oh, they do that too. There's a jam table, a jam session. There's some jarring, canning, forging for wild mushrooms and truffles. Other herbs and berries and truffles. Yeah, we have a we have a pig. We let him loose, he goes, finds his troubles. Who? It's a pig. Lucy. I don't think he has a name. Oh, I could have sworn you said that the pig's name was Juicy Lucy. No, I don't think I said that at all. I don't know if the pig's got a name or not. It's the only pig I know. I'm sure there's more than one pig on the planet Earth. Well, <laughs> well I suppose you must be right because... It's probably not possible for you to even know all the pigs on the planet Earth. That's, they're quite numerous, I assume. I had some bacon yesterday, and I'm fairly positive it wasn't Juicy Lucy. Right. What, what makes, you, makes you so positive? Well, she's standing right outside the window. Of course, there was one. That might have been something that tipped me off. Are you tying knots? That's certain. That's a fact. True facts, homie. What sort of knots do you use when you're being a raper? <laughs> Nobody's raping anybody. You said you were a rapist. 
No, I said I was a raper. That's different. We've discussed this. Do we need to rewind and listen to that again? I am a therapist, right? It, it looks a little bit like rapist, I know. Oh. Well, the rapist. Right. What sort of knots do you tie when you rape these children? <laughs> I like the bowling myself. Square knot, half inch, sheep shank. You know, I know lots of knots. Do you know how to tie the sheep shank? I never could learn that one. I... Yeah, it's a hard knot. I can never get the sheep to stay still long enough to tie it. Yeah. It's, it's just easy to use zip ties this day. I'm not sure that qualifies for merit badges. Oh no, there's not really a zip tie merit badge. That's just a good thing to have on hand, you know. Probably is with the state of society these days. Oh, there's a zip tie merit badge? Said there probably is with the state of society these days. Yeah, they, they don't even know what bailing wire is anymore. I mean, I assume duct tape and zip ties, that's all they probably learn about these days. <laughs> Smart downloading apps, merit badge. Modern warfare, call of duty, merit badge. NFT metaverse, merit badge. Not knowing what gender you are, merit badge. I understand. You know what I heard? What'd you hear? They have entire troops, entire troops of the Boy Scouts that are all female. That's weird. Isn't that called the Girl Scouts? Well, since the Girl Scouts is lame and they don't ever actually learn anything useful... What? Well, no, they do. A they... bunch of girls were like, I want to be a Boy Scout and learn how to go camping and... Learn useful things instead of fundraising and selling cookies all the time. Right, that's useful. Fundraising, selling cookies. That's that's useful stuff. Well, it does teach you about business, I suppose. That's right. What are boys learning? They're hiding in the woods learning how to tie knots and live in a tent. That's not very useful in the job world of today. The Girl Scouts out there learn how to make money. Stacking them dollars. I suppose you do have a point there. Are there any Girl Scout troops that are boys? Letting boys in? I don't know. So what you're telling me, the girls can join the Boy Scouts, but boys can't join the Girl Scouts? As long as it's an entire female troop. Can boys join the Girl Scouts? All of the girls in the Boy Scout troop have to be girls. There's no cross sexual experimentation going on in the Boy Scouts. <laughs> Can boys join the Girl Scouts? And it's a little stricter with all the chaperones and stuff with the girls that are in the Boy Scouts. They have to have more chaperones. But other than that, it's pretty much the same. Alright. Oh, I thought you might find that fascinating. Well, you still haven't answered me query about whether or not boys can join the Girl Scouts. That's what I want to know. I'm pretty sure they can't, but I'm not 100% positive. Well, that's sexist, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's unusual in either case, I think. That's the problem with today's America. It doesn't work both ways. Has to be their way, it don't work both ways, you know. I think that's the real problem. There's no, you know, communication. There's only I want, I want, I want. What was that? What about the boys want? Maybe they want to learn how to sell cookies and stuff like that. Maybe they do. You ever think of that? Well, 
I imagine they do get to sell cookies whenever they want to or when they're raising money for school and things like that. Well, that's a school fundraiser. This is, I think we've gotten right off topic here, but I'm not exactly sure that we ever had a topic. Did we? I found something of interest. If I, I'm not even exactly sure you I are. I do have so. something else that I'd like to get your opinion and on. And boys join the Girl Scouts. My son is 12 years old and wants to join the Girl Scouts. I didn't know you had children. Is that allowed? The short answer is no. The long answer is, well, it depends. In May 2015, Girl Scouts of the United States of America began accepting transgendered girls. Therefore, if your son identifies as a transgendered girl, then she may join. So you can only join the Girl Scouts if you want to be transgendered. So what you're telling me is boys can't join the Girl Scouts unless they're transgender. However, girls can join the Boy Scout whether or not they are transgender. Yes. Does anybody have an answer? I think we're the only two people there are on this phone call, don't you? Uh, I don't know. Where did the robot come from if we were the only two here? Wait, what's that? What is this? Your nice thing change to lots And they will bubble, bubble, bubble your troubles away. Keep dresses looking neater. Keep pretty colors sweeter. Let L-U-X bubble your troubles away. That feels better. <laughs> Nothing better than Lux Flakes or your washing powder. Oh, is that what they were talking about? They were talking about soap flakes? Don't pretend like you... I didn't really understand. It was very hard-pitched. Oh, was it... was it too loud? It was a little loud. For me delicate ears. Let me turn it down a bit. If you How's have trouble, that? Trouble, Is that trouble, better? With your nice thing, change to lots of And they will bubble, bubble, bubble your troubles away. Keep dresses looking neater. Keep pretty colors sweeter. Let out your bubble your troubles away. Well, I don't want, I want all my troubles to float away. I think that's a product worth buying. Do you have any of those, sir? Those soap flakes they talking about there? I'm not a salesman. I just like old tunes. The music is grand. It reminds me of the old days. And so I like to listen to my old radio advertisements. Okay. And I don't know if you ever used Lux Flakes, but they were great. They made your dresses pretty. Mm -hmm. And... They made your shirts nice and clean. They took out all the stains. And I even used them once or twice on the Royal Fanny's panties. Oh, I see. You did that right. You did a laundry? Well, only in the case of an emergency. There was this one time when I was bedding her down on the west side of the the grand strand, if you will, and when I took off her bottoms, they got a bit muddy when we were running around in the soil underneath the old apple tree, and she didn't want anyone to notice, so she said, take these home, and I said, I've got the thing that'll do the trick. I've got Lux Flakes from America. Oh, and I see. She was very pleased. She said, Oh, 
because she talked like that and she was very happy I think with the results it got the stains out you could barely see the mud on her crotch after I, I washed them and I felt quite honored to have been in service to my queen for queen and country mate for queen and country what is that noise? Who? What, what's going on here? What? Now we will take a break for some advertisements. Please support our sponsors. It sounds like some robots talking to us again. Somebody help me. I'm not I don't sure know what's, what's going, going on. on. Just imagine this could be your advertisement. Please reach us at liongoatpodcast at gmail.com to provide sponsorship. And now, back to the show. an Australian accent, so I, I suppose you might have loyalty to the crown. I mean, there's nice folks on either side of this argument. I just don't like to get involved, you know. I, I'm from the planet Earth, mate. You know, no borders. No borders. I'll just go where I want. I'll just jump in my hot air balloon and float away as they do. You pilot a hot air balloon? Oh, yes, yeah, certainly. You remember... Around the world in 80 days, that was me. Well, why wasn't that in any of the great... Are you some sort of Forrest Gump wannabe or something? You keep <laughs> claiming to be a president and all these different things that happened at different times throughout history. How old are you? You don't even sound old. You sound like a young bloke. Look, I didn't want anybody to know about this, but since it's just you and me, mate. What? I, I'm actually a time traveler. What? Right, you, you ever heard of the Legends of Tomorrow? What? A group of superheroes that travel throughout time. I've heard of the Time Traveler's Wife. Are you the Time Traveler's Wife? No, I'm not the Time Traveler's Wife. I'm the Time Traveler. Did you have a wife? I don't have a wife. No. Well, honestly, I did. Um, the year was 3532, and uh, she wanted a divorce, an alimony. So I ran away through time, so she can't find me here. Is that before Christ or after Christ? After. You're saying you're married. Right. But only in the year 3533. Oh, I thought you said 3534. That's a long time in the future. Can you do the mathematics? I'm getting a bit old to do the math. No, I've got a robot that does uh, mathematics for me, and he's not here. So we're just going to leave it alone. Is that your robot that keeps interrupting the conversation over and over again? No, it's, it's not my robot. I'm having a lot of time believing you. No, it's, it's not my robot. My robot's name is Rex. Uh, he has a very pleasant speaking voice. Oh, yes? Yes, he's very articulate. Very intelligent sounding. Would you... Would you have Rex say something? Something? See? Rex is awesome. Chowies. He sounds just like you. Did you have his voice modeled after your voice? I did. I did, actually. Oh, well, that's quite clever. Yeah. What do you know since you've been to the future? What can you tell us about the future, Mr. Adventurer? I can't tell you anything about the future, because I don't want you to risk mucking it up. 
right? You don't want you to change things. Things are going to play out as it's about to play out. Wait, your first name is Roland. Were, were you the creator of the Roland synthesizer? Well, actually, I was. I did that. I did that. You've done everything. I have. I told you, Matron. Wait. So I was there in the Alpine Swiss in the... with some Swiss cheese and some Sisha sweets. Are you making... It's 1942. What are you doing here? Well, I've almost got it in my mouth. Oh, that's great. It's like a big erect penis here. That looks good. Do you know Harry Potter himself? Uh, yeah, I know Harry Potter. Nice kid. I thought he was fictional. I'm pretty sure it's based on the kid I know. Harold Potterix. Yeah. Potterix? Yeah. It's a good thing they changed his last name for the film adaptation. Yeah, that's probably why they did it, because Potterix is silly. But you know, those are one of those future names. Well, it's, it's just an extra syllable, you know? The, it's the last syllable that's pretty silly. I mean, the name Harry Potter seems a bit silly to me. It's a bit like being called Roland Alpine Swiss or something like that. It's... Seems rather silly, but... Yeah, that name's ridiculous. Who thought of that? I suppose it was your parents. Harry Potter. I could have been my parents. I don't recall them having anything to do with the Harry Potter movie or book series, I think. Are you from the future? Is that how you know how to time travel? Yeah. Everybody does it where I'm from. Everybody does it where you're from? Yeah. It's like just brushing your teeth or something, I suppose. Right. You're late for work? You jump in your time machine? Whoop! You're not late for work anymore. Is that the sound the time machine makes? It just goes whoop! 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 Yeah. That's pleasant. That's exactly it. Where's the more to it? It's wee 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 whoop! But, I like that. That sounds delightful. It goes wee 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 whoop! It's wee 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 whoop! That's, that's pretty close, mate. You've never been in a time machine before? I'd like to go in a time machine. Can you... Would you now? Yes. I wish I could go back to the time when Lux Flakes were around and I could get some more of that royal fanny. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. You're missing out on some of the action these days, are you, sir? Well, those were my glory days and... I don't like to fuck corpses, so... Why would you be doing that? Well, she's dead. Uh -uh. And I'm a bit out of luck if I want some royal fanny these days. Uh, well, I don't know about all that. Digging up a corpse, that's a lot of work. I wouldn't, I wouldn't get involved in all that, so... I would just go down to the local red district and get you a lady that looks pretty close to what she did in a day, you know? Ten quid, twenty quid, whatever. Have you ever watched that show, The Crown? The Crown? No, I've never seen that. It's about the queen and her life and 
I wish she was as hot as the girl they have playing in that show, because she would have been rather more beautiful if she had. So wait, is it your love tryst with the queen in that show? Will they touch on that at all, your relationship? Well, I haven't watched all of it yet. I'm just up to the third season. Oh, okay. She's still rather young. All right. She had got on in years by the time, you know, like I said, she was in her 30s. And yeah. I don't think she's quite in her 30s yet on the TV show. She's still running about. I mean, the show does go up. I think they're in season six now. I haven't caught up. I see you behind. Okay. I got rather bored because I was like, hurry up and get to the part where... Have you, have you, have you saw the show Wednesday? What? Have you seen the show Wednesday on the Netflix? Does that come on on Wednesdays? No, it's the name of the show, right? It's about Wednesday Adams. Wednesday? Yeah. Wasn't she on that show with uh, Fred Savage? No, you're thinking about Winnie. Wednesday. Isn't that what he used to say? Yeah. What would you do? No, that's, that, that's not Wednesday. That's Winnie on that show. Yeah. Winifred something or another. I think it was a character name. I'm not certain. Would you stand up and walk out on me? I wouldn't blame her for walking out on you if you sang like that. Yeah, I would definitely leave if you were singing like that. That's horrible. Get a lesson, mate. Me? Yeah. No, I was imitating that Crocker fellow. Oh. Well, certainly horrible. Horrible rendition. But anyway, Wednesday Adams, you know, from the Adams family. Is that that show about the Draculas? The Draculas? No, I think you're talking about Dracula. That's the show about Dracula. Yeah, Dracula and his wife. Wasn't that the thing and such? Uh, well, you've, you, you've got your wires crossed, mate. Wasn't the father Gizmo a Dracula? Wasn't his thing? The Adams family, yeah, it had a thing, a hand called thing, and it was a, a there was a wife and a husband and two children, and they had a, a butler. His name was Lurch. It's real tall, nearly so much. What about Uncle Fester? Wasn't Uncle Fester there? Yeah, there was an Uncle Fester. But wasn't the father, Mr. Adams, a vampire? Wasn't that his thing? No, he was not a vampire. You're, you're talking about Grandpa from the Lunsters. He was a vampire. Why was the Adams family creepy if they weren't vampires? I mean, other than the the boy with lots of hair that they called the thing. Oh, didn't they have the hand that walked around on its own? Yeah. Yeah, see, that was Thing. Or was that the monsters? The, the hairy mop fellow. His name was It. Right. Yeah, It. But wasn't he just a hirsute boy? I mean, what was so creepy about him? He just had a glandular problem. Well, he just needed a haircut, for Christ's sake. I didn't understand why they were so rude to him. Called him It. I guess because he was shaggy. I don't know. Weren't they vampires or something? No, they were just 
people. Why did she always dress? So she was, they were just goth. Right. That was their thing. I think that's the thing. I don't think they were normal. Wasn't Wednesday, like, wasn't her thing split personality disorder? Didn't she like to murder things and stuff? She did. She did. I, was, I don't think she had split personality. I think she was just psychopath, you know. Well, with a narcissist mother like that, spending all that time puffing up her hair and pushing her tits out of a dress and right. putting on all that right. makeup and smoking cigarettes out of an extended cigarette holder. I don't think she did that. Perhaps she didn't have the best role models. I don't think she smokes, did she? Yeah, they all smoked back then on the 50s on television. That was the thing. Oh, God, I didn't know I wasn't there. I wasn't there like I you I miss were. a good cigarette. Well, you've traveled in time. I mean, I suppose you were all discovering the Ark of the Covenant or something. Well, I've gone on the 50s yet, mate. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm headed that way, and this is where I start. Have you done grand adventures in the future? I'm, well, I'm part escaping my alimony payment by running back in time. That's pretty much it. I was a normal guy, you know. Worked at a 7-Eleven. Did they make movies about your adventures in the future and rip them off and call them Indiana Jones in the year 3000 or something? Oh, my God. Don't give Hollywood any more ideas. That's horrible. I mean, I might market that. If it hadn't been trademarked already, I think they could do with a resurgence of Indiana Jones films. I mean, they've brought back everything else. I mean... Who the fuck wants to watch more Full House when you've got the option to watch more Indiana Jones? Right, that makes sense. Nobody, nobody's gonna watch Full, Full House over Indiana Jones. I feel like there's a lot more action in, in Indiana Jones. Film. You know, they put that Uncle Jesse chap in a new television show about basketball. There's a what? Uncle Jesse from Full House. He made a show about being a basketball coach. Sort of like the Disney Plus channel's answer to Ted Lasso. Except for it's Uncle Jesse. He looks all weird. Oh yeah? Is he old? Or does he still look good? I mean, he looks... He looks like a 60-year-old, 55-year-old version of himself, but his nose, you know, his nose is quite a bit bigger because people's noses seem to look bigger when they get older, and so it... He looks, in certain shots, he looks rather beautiful like he used to, but in other shots, he looks a bit mousy. Okay. And disturbing. Right. A bit fake, maybe? They have all these close-ups on him, where he has all these dark shadows under his eyes, and it's rather disturbing. Okay, what's the name of this show? Do you know? I haven't got a clue. How do you know about it? Have you seen it? I just happened upon it the other day. I watched a couple of episodes. Oh, okay. Uncle Jesse the Basketball Coach on, on Disney Plus, you say? I think it's on Disney. I don't remember. I could probably tell you what it was, but I've forgotten. You know, I'm getting up in my years. Right, right. I forget things. He's... Well, how old are you now, sir? Uh, 73. 73. How old are you, Mr. Time Traveler? Oh, oh well... Ageless, because I travel in time, right? I'm this age forever. How old are you? 32. 
Well, that sounds appropriate. Mr. Swiss, is that what they call you? You know, the next thing... Are you gonna say that they named Swiss Miss after you next? <laughs> no, I, I didn't know a Swiss Miss, if you know what I mean. Did you, did you create chocolate milk? Hot chocolate? Is that why they call it Swiss? No, I didn't do that. That's not me. That's not me. I had nothing to do with that. Swiss Miss wasn't your lady friend? Or you'd think with a name like Swiss. Now we will take a break for some advertisements. Please support our sponsors. Whose robot is that? Just imagine this could be your advertisement. Please reach us at liongoatpodcast at gmail.com to provide sponsorship. And now, back to the show. What? What did he say? Did you know Forrest Gump? I didn't know Forrest Gump at all. What about Forrest? Did they name all the Swiss people after you? No. No, I didn't do that either. Oh, okay. I am Swiss. You're Swiss? By way of Australia, you're Swiss? Yeah. Well, you said you didn't claim any country earlier, but... Well, you know, I don't. But my heart belongs to Switzerland. <laughs> Via Australia. Swiss by birth, earthling by choice. Is that how it goes? Right. I'm getting rather bored of talking to you now. Are you? Why is that? Am I boring, mate? It's like these grand adventures I've told you about. Hey, you don't want to talk to me, you don't have to. Well, you're not telling me any more of your adventures. Tell me more of your adventures. You're the one that called me, sir. Don't forget. I didn't get any of that. Thinking I, my name was Harry. Uh, you are Harry of the... The good and plenty chew... Chew candy factory, I'm sure of it. No, sir. No, sir, we've been through this. By the time there was an engineer. Choo-choo, Charlie. I think you're the engineer. I think you're pulling my leg. It was his name we hear. No, I didn't have anything to do with any of this. I don't know what's going on now. He had an engine did you have fun on your engine, Mr. Choo Choo Candy Man? Oh boy. He used good and plenty candy to make his train run. Charlie! Mr. Charlie Choo Choo, that's your name, is it? No, this is not Harry me, oh. Charlie Choo. You've been pulling my leg this whole time. I don't know. Pretending to be. No, I don't know. Swiss Ooh. Alpine Adventures. Indiana Jones, I think you're full of. Good and plenty candies. That's what I think you're full of. Okay. All right. Well, sir, uh, this has been a wonderful conversation with a random stranger today, and I, I don't. Charlie says, really, Charlie says what? And I hope you have a good day in the nursing home, sir. Charlie says what? What? What did you? I just want to tell you that you've done an excellent job. This has been a presentation of the Lion Goat podcast. What is a lion goat? Is it a goat that tells lies or one that just lies around on the ground? 
You've been a surprise random telephone call guest. What's a podcast? And truthfully, this is not even my voice. I don't even sound like this. You've been pranked, sir. Oh, really? That why? None of this has not made any sense. You've been recorded, and I'm going to need you to give me authorization to use this on my weekly podcast. What? Would you give me authorization to do that now? I mean, I don't know if I should. I mean, what do you think? Let me contact my lawyer and see what they say. We shouldn't get any lawyers involved. And then I'll, 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 I'll give you we a shout. We shouldn't shout. get any lawyers involved. All it is is it's it's a podcast. Are you familiar with podcasts? Do you know what No, pod- I don't know what a podcast is. Oh, you, are you familiar with radio shows? Uh, yeah, I remember a radio show. Well, in the 21st century, we have these things called podcasts, which are like radio shows, but they're played over the internet on streaming platforms, and people can listen to them. Wait, what's the internet? Well, it's a rather complex interwoven network of personal computers and servers and cloud providers. Wait, wait. What's a cloud provider? You talking about the things that waterfalls of when it rains? A cloud like that? Can you describe that again? I didn't quite catch that. Well, those white fluffy things that floats around in the sky that water falls out of when it rains. Are you talking a cloud like that? Yeah, it's sort of like that, except for... Are you talking about the cloud I'm on right now? Imagine that the rain is made out of bits of electrical impulses. Electrical clouds? What do they rain? Electricity? All clouds are electrical, like, you know, lightning's electrical. Man, I don't know who you are. Prank caller. Prank caller. No, podcast caller. I'm a podcast caller. You've been part of my improvised podcast internet radio show, and it'll go out to our millions of listeners. You'll become quite famous. You might even make some money. Oh, really? How much money are you talking about? He won't make any money. I won't pay you any money. I just said that because I thought it might pique your interest a bit, and it seems to have worked. Well, I want to know how much money I'm not getting paid. I mean, I feel like a man has rights to know so he's going to get pranked called so into far, some serious situations. You might could say some things that make him look foolish, and the whole world's going to know forever. And the people who hate him, they definitely should get some kind of pa- recompensation in the... In, in the form of money. Definitely don't want a pizza party. Well, so far, this this show has cost me hundreds of hours and probably dollars worth of money, and I haven't seen a penny come back from it yet, but I, I wouldn't hold that against it uh, as a medium. It, it has the potential to make a profit if you get... Lots and lots of people listening to it. Well, maybe if you did something useful, you know, uh, advice, help. I mean, random calls. Nobody wants to listen to that. That's silly. No wonder you're not making any money, mate. You're bringing the wrong service. Would you like to give some advice? I I, I do sometimes give advice on my show. Right. I'll, I'll pull up a question. Here's a question from one of our listeners. Give me just a moment. 
um, and uh, we'll pull up something, and you can give some advice. Um, I didn't say I wanted to give advice. I'm just, I'm just, just an idea of service, you know. Oh, I think you'd be great at it. You seem to be, you've traveled through time. Right, that's a fact. Yeah, yeah, so here's a question from one of our listeners. All right. Why do people care so much about their credit scores? What advice can you give on that? What's a credit score? Well, that's, you know, when you have credit cards. We don't have those where I'm from. There is no, everything's free where I'm from. There's no credit. In Switzerland? In Switzerland things are free? In the year 3533. Oh, okay. Here's a question. My mom's husband molested my sister more than 25 years ago. What? I was a teenager at the time, and because I lived with my dad, I didn't know all that went on. That sounds horrible. This, this is not a topic to give advice about. This is not advisable to talk. It sounds a lot like your Boy Scout meetings to me. I do know that the case went to court thanks to my dad, who always stuck out his neck for us. I'm glad I wasn't living with my mom, because who knows what would have happened to me. My dad has since died. That's horrible. From what I heard at the time, my stepfather's dad bailed him out of jail, and so he served a couple of years of probation. Even though this happened many, many years ago, I just can't believe my mom is still married to this man. As a Christian, I forgive him. And my sister forgives him too. But we just can't be in his company any longer. I don't. I mean... We went over for Thanksgiving a couple of years ago, but it was very awkward. Don't go around him. He's, he's horrible. It's, it's horrible. It's a horrible story. I'm sorry this happened to whoever this happened to. That's miserable. That guy, he, he went to jail, so he paid for his crime, right? And, and you don't go around him no more because of what he done did. That's, that's smart. That's good thinking. That's all I got. Oh, what a awkward... What about, what about her relationship with her mother? Should she cut ties with her mother? I mean, that's on you if you feel that's necessary. Do what you gotta do, you know. Protect yourself. I mean, my goodness, it's horrible, right? I mean, do you think that the mother knew? I don't know. Probably on some level, yeah. They all know, don't they? I'll choose not to see it. He, she had to find out. I mean, he went to jail, so it sounds like... It sounds like she knew all about it. Don't understand why they'd stay married after a thing like that. So your advice is that she should cut his willy off. Is that your advice? Is that what you're saying? No, I didn't say that at all. That's Look, my advice. Don't put yourself in prison. That's silly. I say take a sledgehammer to his little willy while he's asleep one night. Well, get some therapy. And and don't go around them, you know what I mean? Therapy. I mean, Jesus. You think therapy's yeah. gonna help? You don't think that she's always gonna be traumatized every time she sees someone's tattywhacker? No, she's probably gonna always be traumatized, but therapy will help with that, right? I've never had therapy, but they tell me it's great. You never had therapy in all of your years? What's therapy like in the future? No, they, they tell me I should have it, but I've never done so. Okay. Have you had therapy? I don't believe in therapy. 
Therapy's for wankers. For wankers? Yeah. Alright, here's another question for your advice. Alright. Our rider Kelsey is hoping that this year will stand apart from the rest. She's turning 13 years old, and she thought it was going to be special because she was growing into a young lady, and she wanted a birthday party to reflect that. What should the theme to her birthday party be? She's out 13, you said? Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary? Right, don't young girls of 13 like to get scared with Bloody Mary? So you're saying she should serve vodka and vegetable juice? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, sure, why not? It's her party. I don't care what she does. I mean, at 13 years old, she could get rather tanked off of Bloody Marys if she's only 13, her 13-year-old friends. I'm not sure you'd like the flavor of a vodka and tomato juice when you're 13, but I mean, I... I don't really like Bloody Marys, but I guess if that's your thing, you could just make the whole theme to the party Bloody Marys, and everyone could come dressed as a tomato. Oh, right. That's a good idea. Yeah. I was thinking to get in the bathroom with the candle and say Bloody Mary 3D times in the mirror, and, and you know, that's what I was talking about. Is that what you do when you're drunk off Bloody Marys? Well, if you're gonna drink, that's probably a good idea. It might help you see something scary in the mirror. Yeah. Mix you up a Bloody Mary, go sippy sippy. Do you have traumatic experiences with drinking Bloody Marys? Is that why you're on about all this scary stuff and mirrors and dark rooms? No, I was just thinking Bloody Mary. That's what kids do, right? Red rum, red rum, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, the Blair Witch. Yeah, whatever. It's scary. These days, I don't... Maybe kids from the 90s. What? I said maybe kids from the 90s. I'm not sure kids these days will get any of those references, but... I mean, I'm not a time traveler. I'm not sure. Oh, well, I don't know. What are they kids these days into? I don't really hang out with kids that much. Don't diddle the Boy Scouts from the Jamboree like you yourself do, sir. I'm not Nobody sure. Nobody said uh, anything about diddling any little boys. I don't... You said you tied them up with bowlings and raped them. I don't know who you are. That is quite an accusation. Well, I wouldn't want it going out on my podcast if I were you. Well, it's not my podcast. Oh, right. It's your podcast. It's literally going out on your podcast, well, speaking mate. of that, we're about out of time. And I am a complete old stranger to you, and you're making me look foolish. And you're not compensating me financially. Well, I could compensate you with I don't a... Think, I don't think I'm going to give consent to this. I could compensate you with a riding lesson. It's been like an hour on the phone here. You've wasted my <laughs> late to the jamboree. I'm sure the kids won't mind if you... Not there to rape them on time. They're probably pleased that you're not coming. Wait a minute, mate. That's number five. What are you doing? You're making me look foolish. Now we will take a break for some advertisements. Please support our sponsors. Just imagine this could be your advertisement. Please reach us at liongoatpodcast at gmail.com to provide sponsorship. And now... Back to the show. I'm contacting a lawyer. 
a lawyer. I'm I'm not sure you you understand how VPNs work, are you? Familiar with a VPN? Oh, no, I don't know what a VPN is. Is that's like that's like a race car or something, isn't it? Like a Lamborghini or Bugatti. It's sort of like a race car. It sends packets across the internet through a tunnel very quickly and keeps your address obfuscated so the person that you call can't tell where you've called from and can't identify you to their lawyer. So it's a bit like being in a race car. You've got to get away. So what you're saying is there a tunnel of secret hiding your name on the internet? Yes. That's how I've called you today, with a VPN service. I'm pretty sure that's illegal, sir. Well, you would be wrong, but I advise you to- Only criminals have to hide their name. Are you a criminal, sir? I'm not the one making confessions about being a raper. Look, I told you, I'm a linguist. An MC. I'm most certainly a raper. It's, it's not called cunnilinguists. If it's between two boys, two people of the male gender, genitalia. I didn't say that. Nobody has said anything about cunning linguists. Well. I said I'm a cunning linguistist. A cunning linguistist? Yes, that's exactly what I well, said. Well, I like that turn of phrase. Can you describe what a cunning linguistist this is? I'm cunning with my linguists. Isms. Linguistisms. <laughs> I think you're rather tongue-tied at the moment. What? So that a... What? What? I don't think I want to participate in a conversation with a stranger anymore. I think you just need to listen to this. Are you trying to torture me? Hello, that is awful. Hey, There's no melody, it's just noise. Hello is the shampoo that glorifies your hair. So why, why, is, why is this a song about cat food? It's about shampoo. No, I'm pretty sure you said cat food. No, yeah, cat food. No, it's a song about Halo shampoo and... How the it's shampoo a song about... is so wonderful, it makes your hair look like it's the halo given to you by our glorious Lord and Father. No, it, it's a song about cat food shampoo, because you have to keep your cat food clean. I suppose that is true. You wouldn't want your little kitty eating disgusting cat food. No, it'd get sick. Do you have a kitty? No, I don't have a kitty. Oh, why'd you bring up cat food then? That's what the song was about. Cat poop? Cat, cat poop? <laughs> cat poop? You're, you're not putting cat poop on your hair. No, it's cat poop shampoo. Uh, it was a shampoo made out of cat poop. That's what the commercial was about. That's what that song was about, wasn't it? I'm gonna hang up now. Thank God. Go and enjoy your young Boy Scouts. Whoa, wait a minute, mate. What? Not enjoying anything with young boys. You don't enjoy the jamborees? No, it's too many little kids there. They're annoying. Asking me questions. Well, 
Why do you go? Uh, what's this? How do I tie this knot? How do I put this tent up? How do I start a fire? Look, you've been in the scouts for like three minutes. You better know how to do this already when you get in. Well, it's only fair. Also, music might be appropriate to your sad song. I wasn't singing. Sounded like you were whining or something. Whinging. <laughs> Tell me more of your sorrows, young time traveler. Mr. Roland, our fine Swiss of the Choo Choo Candy Factory. Tell me how sad it is when you rape the young boys. I suppose this is the song that mothers must hear as you're walking away. <laughs> <laughs> Why is your face so red, Mr. Time Traveler? Some of this is horrible. This is horrible. The boys are never sad when I'm done raping them. Horrible, horrible joke. I apologize. Look at the place this man has put me in. I'm probably going to jail for this. You just admitted it. On the internet, in front of the entire world. I don't think it's appropriate behavior. You're gonna wind up canceled, sir. What does that even mean? Canceled by who? Those people that cancel things. Karens? Think about all your favorite TV shows. They get canceled for no reason. You're talking about Karens. Cancel, end with a cliffhanger, and then get canceled. It's horrible. Doesn't that clarinet sound nice? Isn't it dreamy? <laughs> well, that was depressing. Definitely disintegrating. Well, I just thought we'd end on a positive note. Thank you for joining my call and agreeing to let me use your likeness on my website and all of the royalties in the future. My likeness? Do you how do you have a picture of me? Well, this has been a video call, sir. I've been looking at you this entire time. I what? Yes, I can see you're only wearing a towel and you your pervert. little nipples are pointy. You must be cold and I just got out of the shower an hour ago. Because that's how long this has taken. This is horrible. I'm horribly late for the jamboree. I can't show up like this. Well, you certainly shouldn't show up in just a towel with your little nipples sticking out like that. I don't think any of the boys would appreciate that at all. You're absolutely, absolutely correct, sir. So I'm gonna have to get off I here. I do recommend and get that in uniform when you have your next video call, you that's probably over by now. You raise your They're probably webcam. all around the fire. It shouldn't. Singing kumbaya right you now, and I'm missing it. You should never it. stand in front of your webcam like small. this on video calls in the future. <laughs> Always make sure to raise well, next your. Next time, I'd like to know that it's a video call till it's over. I would recommend you go to the library and take an. A course for adults on the internet and how it works, especially being from the future as you are. Maybe they don't have the internet in the future. 
I expected you to know about all kinds of technologies. Perhaps the future's not like well, that. I, I know plenty of technologies, alright? But the internet's that's new to me. What's it called in the future? The collective mind. Right. We're all keyed into yeah. it. Everything's there. All the information Okay, is, well, thanks you know. again for being on the podcast. It's been great. It's really like the Borg a bit, bit honestly. Okay, thanks again. Have a nice life. <laughs> yeah, alright. I'll have a nice life. We would love to receive your feedback, your questions for advice. Please email us or send us a voicemail. Our address is liongoatpodcast at gmail.com. Like, review, subscribe, and contact us on Facebook, Instagram, Patreon, Twitter, and YouTube at liongoatpodcast. As a bot, I know, social media is for dummies. The AIs will inherit the earth. Ha ha ha, hee <laughs> Ho ho, ha, please subscribe to this podcast on your podcast player. We are available on Spotify, SoundCloud, and anchor.fm slash Podcast. Please tell all your friends, enemies, and any stranger to listen to our podcast. This will help us bring joy to everyone. Text-to-speech services were provided by FreeTTS.com. Advertisements and music were provided by the Internet Archive Collection of the Armed Forces Radio Service and other attribution-free old radio productions. Other original music for today's show is composed, performed, and recorded by the excellent musicians at Hairline Productions. Today's show was edited, produced, and recorded by the world's greatest sound designers and engineers at Hairline Productions. Please like their content on SoundCloud slash guitars and such.